Good morning. Anybody here? Hello? Hello. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good, Phil. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Linda. Yes. I'm not seeing you though here. Oh, I'm on the phone. I have um three meetings, so I'm uh reserving my computer battery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to see you in a little bit. Right? Yes. <laughs> I, I see Jenny, but I don't see. I see Jenny, Tamlin, Catherine, but I don't see them. Huh, why am I not seeing? I'm seeing their name. <clears throat> Maybe they're not sharing their no, video. Okay. Oh, Jenny is here. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sharing my video. Just um, <laughs> Okay. So how are you, Jenny? I'm doing okay, thank you. Good, good. So. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Hi, Tony. Would someone like to pray us in? Good morning, Jenny, and hello, and Catherine. Morning. Morning. Hi, Tim and Lynn. Hi, Araba. This is Linda here. Hi, Linda. <laughs> I can't see her. Uh, Linda's on the phone. Okay. I'll pray in. Thank you. So who wants to pray at the end? I'll pray in. Thank you. Taking a deep breath of love and gratitude, placing my hand in my heart and joining all of my beautiful sisters and brothers and everyone who will join us later in the replay. So grateful and thankful for this community of like-minded souls and to remember the truth of who we are and to have a space to share challenges and breakthroughs and all of the beauty that we're experiencing in meeting with clients, all of the healing that we're experiencing in meeting with clients. We're so grateful and thankful for this time to share and for this ministry and to be of service to the light. We know that the healing's already done, so we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenny. This is Araba. I was just having a little trouble with my headset, so... Um, greetings to all of you. Let's see, here I am. Greetings to all of you. I Phil and Jenny and Tamlin and Linda and Kathy. I see you now. <laughs> so, yes, it's been uh, quite a week and quite a day, so... I often move, which is why I keep my 
um, my picture up just because I get uncomfortable. But, uh, lovely prayer, Jenny. Thanks for stepping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to say, Bill, um, thank you. And Linda, also thank you. I, I just joined my first freedom circle since taking Finding Freedom. And Yippee! I have, yeah, and like I got the information literally two minutes before it was supposed to start by Linda. And uh, I joined and it was such a perfect group for me. Bill and Sally are the facilitators and another woman from my magical living class and another person um, I hadn't met, but um, just wanted to say that um, it feels good to be part of another circle. Um, And I'm really looking forward to this opportunity to see how I might be a facilitator in the future and really allowing some of the things that Bill um, brought up really brought to me about allowing spirit to direct and to lead and guide. I had asked her about a situation that I'd experienced in another circle that was pretty challenging and um, the facilitators handled it very well, I felt. But I I sort of asked her, well, if this came up in our group where there are tensions or issues between members, um, how might you handle it? And her answer to me was basically, you know, about openness and allowing spirit to guide. And it was so perfect. And I just really, really want to say I appreciate it, that so. so. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for bringing it up because I was really grateful for you to bring it up because, you know, that's, that's how we, I feel we heal ourselves. Because, and it, probably it was not the most comfortable thing for you. And yet you made yourself vulnerable. And I appreciate it. Thank you. I've actually had a lot of healing around this, and um, it's interesting that I actually just met Lori um, on Sunday for the first time in person, and she and Connie were my first Finding Freedom facilitators, and uh, Lori stopped by to visit while she was here in the area after um, evacuating. And it was like meeting a dear friend. It was, it was a really, it was never like I had never met her, literally. It was like I did dishes, she sat, we chatted, and she also brought up a challenge and a friendship that she had experienced just while she was here and we could talk and really emphasize how special this 
community of people are and their willingness to, I like to think of it as being service leadership, um, where we're all joined together as companions and we're all walking the walk, whether we have a title of facilitator or counselor or whatever, it really is ACIM saying, you know, these levels are artificial and student and teacher are artificial in a lot of ways, a way for us to have a framework, but it's not a real thing that we all learn from each other. And so I think that that's something that helps me a lot as I am moving towards completing my SCT retreat intensive in two weeks and then going on to assume, quote, leadership, because that has been a concern of mine, um, I'm not turning into this person that I used to be when I had leadership roles where I always felt like I could do it better than everybody else and I was all in but other people weren't and I really can look back and see it was not compassionate and I was not willing to allow people to be where they were and also to support them in their growth. I was really trying to force them to grow when they were not in a place where they particularly wanted to or um, and I and I didn't know how to do deal with that so I just took everything on and felt overwhelmed constantly and just like I don't want to be a leader. I don't ever want to lead. I don't want to do this. And yet, I still feel the call, you know. And so, I'm really grateful and thankful that I'm learning a new way to be in all areas of my life. Carva, you got muted just at the end. Yeah, you, it just sort of clicked into mute just only in the last 30 seconds. It looks like she may have lost connection. Yeah, yeah. it looks like that. The screen looks frozen from what I see. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's a bummer because I wanted to reply to her comment. <laughs> oh my! So I can so relate to that. Well, hopefully she'll <laughs> listen to the replay. I mean, I can so relate to that because um, I remember feeling like that um, in taking leadership roles in other groups and organizations that I was involved in. And then I remember feeling that same way with my family, like around the holidays, because we always had all of our gatherings here. And, <clears throat> excuse me, having that sense of, 
you know, nobody's helping me. I'm doing all of this by myself and um, nobody's pitching in. Nobody appreciates what I'm doing. I remember having all of those thoughts. And I'm so grateful that I don't really have them now. I still have that fear that comes up occasionally, that inkling of, ooh, do I want to do this? You know, what is it going to require of me? Um, but I'm just, I'm just so grateful that I don't have that um, deep feeling of um, I have to do this all on my own and resentment because I have to do this all on my own. Yeah, I still have it off and on, but the, the difference is the, you know, the, the time period is much shorter. The awareness is much more quicker and I can let it go. Yeah. Can I share something for a moment? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I, I'm not going to stay too long because I'm get, going to be facilitating my first Finding Freedom class at 11. <laughs> and I feel Woo! like I need to go over some things. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you're all talking about this because <laughs> it's exactly where my mind is. But I think I'm going to just need to look at the guidelines again and just be sure where I'm going with it. So I will stay for as long as my higher power says, or my higher self says stay. But mm -hmm. just so you all know, I'm very grateful for, for this community and thank you for all for being here. Thank you, Catherine. Um, I remember how nervous and how much trepidation I had the first time I facilitated a community call. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, Jenny and Phil can both speak to this as well, but it, you know, the ego like runs rampant, <laughs> sure. you know, sure. it just runs rampant. But yeah, well, um, you know, my, what I say, it's interesting because I facilitated different kinds of meetings lots of times. So that's helping me a lot, you know, to know that it, it'll work out however it's supposed to. But this is yes. of this particular kind. And, you know, I, I think um, it's, it's like, I want to, I, I want to just prepare, even though I don't really, I know that I'm going to be led <laughs> regardless. It'll be, yeah. It'll in God's hands and so but like at the same time yeah the little sense of angst <laughs> going on yes yes I, I can totally I can totally re relate to you Catherine and Linda and Araba because I remember two years ago I think this might have been my maybe fifth uh, spiritual counseling call and I felt like there's nothing that I could do in that call to shift the client. And I almost felt like, you know, I know this is supposed to be the spirit's job to do it. And yet I'm feeling disappointed. <laughs> and then 
then I had to get spiritual counseling for that, for feeling that way. I think, and then, you know, because we are the same group, Linda and me, I think I went, uh, my next call was with Linda. I said, she said, who want to, which one of us are going to be the uh, counselor and who's going to be the client? I'm like, me, me, I have a lot to share. <laughs> Well, the other thing that's happening for a first today is this is um, later on, I think, I hope it's at one o'clock because I'm trying to keep my mind straight um, doing my first activation session with someone. So I'm like, oh boy, this is a lot of firsts for me in one day. And again, yeah. I was amazed that I was uh, just pretty calm all morning and, you know, just feeling like it's it's okay. I know it's okay. <laughs> it, and, and nothing can really go badly wrong. I don't think. Right. Other than we don't get a connection. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in Catherine's group, so I can totally say she was, you're fantastic, Catherine. And I oh. so appreciated your loving energy and you know, in the first group, sometimes I find myself nervous as a participant or as a facilitator. <laughs> so um, I feel like, you know, everyone in some way has is coming with, I, I think it's a natural human. Right. It response. is human. Exactly. Yeah. And I yeah. had that experience where I was facilitating um, like like things were coming up, new things were coming up. And sometimes I, I judge myself for for being nervous and then you know like like anxiety is some kind of defect and it's like no actually every, everyone feels you know nervous and anxious when they do things um at the beginning and uh I can share a little bit I wrote out some things that might help be helpful I was sharing them with Linda and she was suggesting I could share it in the call because I was like my mind was just going wild about the kind of new steps and moving into facilitating and these were some of my thoughts um, and I asked spirit to come up with some to replace them. So the first one was, I can't do this. <laughs> <It's a common laughs> one. And then my replacement was spirit is doing this through me. I don't know how to do this. And the replacement spirit knows how spirit knows how I just need to show up, surrender and allow. What if I say something wrong? Spirit will guide me what to say and to do. People will know I'm a fake. Replacement, I'm a beautiful child of God who is willing to be seen. I don't want to feel anxious or nervous. All feelings and emotions are welcome with love. Feeling anxious or nervous is a sign of incompetence and weakness. Everyone experiences anxiety sometimes. Spirit is there to carry the anxiety I feel when I hand it over. People would be better off with someone else. I am worthy and valuable. What if I offend someone? Spirit has brought me into this position for my learning. All is well. What if someone gets hurt? Spirit is holding a sacred space where all hurts can be transformed. What if I make a mistake? I can choose again anytime. I have to pretend that I'm not feeling nervous for people to respect me. I am worthy of respect, whatever I am feeling. I am not noticeable. Being my true self is the salvation of the world. I am not a good leader. 
spirit is teaching me to be a courageous leader. And then my my aspiration and intention and goal kind of came from that for facilitating. Um, so my aspiration is to be fully awakened. My intention is to let go of fear in order to be a healing presence and to be a deeply compassionate listener. And my goal is to practice getting out of the way <laughs> and let spirit lead the fun. That's so beautiful. Thank you. They were my learnings. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Jenny. Yeah, Jenny, you know, thank you. Here is, I remember I had a question that I was going to put to the group. And I can't remember now what the question was. So maybe you answered it with those uh, affirmations somewhere. <laughs> because it's totally left my mind, whatever that question was. I was just going to ask, Jenny, would you be willing to post that on our spiritual counseling group? Because I, mm. I, I have heard it. And I thought it was amazingly wonderful. And I would just think it would be a really valuable resource for people to have. Um, and one of the things that I really admire about you, Jenny, because I did do the Stop Playing Small Retreat with you, is just I've been able to be witness to your stepping up and into your call and I wanted to say the same thing to Catherine whom I started finding freedom with and um, I, I see you too standing up and stepping into your call and that is so courageous and being compassionate with yourself as you do that is something I'm still learning to do but some wise words that my father told me and I try to also tell my children is that when you are anxious about doing something, part of that means that you really care about doing a good job. That that's part of where that comes from. And so being anxious or uneasy or a little discomfortable, it's okay because it means you care about what you're doing. So know that, and you can let that be just as it is. And even the most famous speakers and entertainers and all these people, you'll find out more and more, like Barbara Streisand, you can think about how many times she's performed, and she'll say every time before she performs, she still grows up. But then when she gets out there, it comes through her. So anxiety, like Jenny, you wrote, is, is normal. And it's part of all of this about being seen. And so I applaud all of you who are stepping up and being seen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. I can remember um, when I was at the... Um, 10-day workshop in, Colorado, in um, Arizona this past uh, workshop with Jennifer. Um, we were standing up in front of on the speaking, and we were all standing up 
you know, and that was the biggest fear of getting up there. <laughs> and um, so Jennifer said, it's what you put meaning to it. And so what it was is that we, um, some of us just did it, you know, and so she told us to just, you know, write our talk down of what we were going to say. And so, um, so we did that. And so um, some of us, you know, we, we really nailed it, you know, we ripped it, you know, and it was such a healing because being a facilitator, I discovered, because that's what I'm doing. I'm stepping up to leadership too in my in my church um and so um it allowed me to see me in a different way um because of what i was judging myself and so when i went to the 10-day workshop it came so clear i got so clear of all of this you know stepping up to the leadership because it's a responsibility you know and then i was just sharing you know just thinking reflecting on this morning before i got on this call that um, I'm a part of a, um, I'm a, a team leader on one of our groups um, in the church, and uh, it's a leadership uh, group, and um, I stepped up to the plate to do it, and um, so what I did was I just reflect on what I got out of the 10-day workshop. And it's a practice, you know, getting up there and uh, actually, you know, just sit down like, like in front of your living room, you know, and talk to the furniture, you know, and um, do your whatever you're going to talk about. And that, in, and, uh, you know, that makes it so clear because then you're in practice about it. So when you get on it, you, you know, when you start facilitating or getting on a podcast, because I do a um, conference call, moderating a conference call, and it's like, it's like a nature now. At first it was like, oh my goodness because I've been doing it for about a year now. And so what it was is that it gave me practice, you know, to actually speak out loud and hear my voice. And um, I was, you know, I had my script and I had everything in front of me in the beginning. It's about a year now down the road that I'm doing the uh, conference call and moderating. And I looked at this, I say, oh my God, it's just so, um, and you know, we're all on the phone, so they can't really see me. And so I tell you, it was, it's just like second nature and I do it every other Monday and every other Thursday. And it's like, it's a privilege and an honor to do it because I'm in practice. So it gives me confidence now that I can get in front of the room, which I didn't have a problem getting in front of the room is just, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> Are you leaving? I love you all. I have to go. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're thanks, welcome. Catherine. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> You'll be wonderful. And so when I got in front of the, you know, the room to do my talk, it's like I just actually um, did what Jennifer said, you know, write your talk now and just practice it to yourself, you know, and then you had, you know, to, it was an assignment, you know. And so what I did was it just came natural. And, um, you know, she was coaching us, you know, counseling us and telling us, you know, that um, you'll do good because there's no right or wrong, you know. And they don't know that you're, you know, fearing, you know. They don't know. People don't know. And um, so once I got there, I got outside of myself, it was like, wow, you know, it was great. So 
what I do is I sit in, you know, I get me a chair in my living room and I sit and I talk to the, the couches, you know, sofa. I talk to, if you got teddy bears, put the teddy bears or whatever it is that in there, you know, so talking to people and just practice, you know, I know. And as you do it, so I put it on my schedule to do because I'm going to be doing a talk at my conference in February. So, so I'm going to be doing a workshop on a talk. And so it's going to be amazing. So now I'm just practicing. And of course, it's going to be challenges because there's a judgment there. So when I got so clear of the judgment for stopping me of what I judged myself and what I made meaning of speaking and different things like that, it got so much clearer. So I had to let go. So each time I'm letting go of the judgment and the more I let go of the judgment, you know, I write down, you know, because I do the medicine water with Jennifer, you know, suggested in the Finding Freedom, you know, in the book, and practice that. And it's like, just write down the negative thoughts of what I'm saying about myself, about speaking. And so it comes so clear, you know, as you practice it. And, um, and you know, the more practice you do, the more confident. And it's just like sitting in here, like I'm talking to you guys. It's just like that, just second nature. It's just spirit. Just give the heavy lifting to spirit, and you'll be amazed at what comes out of it. Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think... Cal has uh, joined us. Cal, are you there? Maybe not. Thank you, Tamlin, for sharing. Um, I think yeah, what you said is so true. Um, it's just like every other spiritual muscle we're practicing. It's practice. And um, I've had formal spokesperson training and have been a spokesperson for my um, national um, <clears throat> specialty society and have done media and media training and interviews and lots of things like that. Um, and I had the privilege of being taught lots of those tips and um, that training by, um, oh, it's going to escape me, but it'll come to me soon. But um, a woman, Miss Sandra, who was from a really old-time uh, TV show, Miss Sandy, um, and I'm not a big TV person, so it will escape me. But it was, it was crazy that this woman who was on television for years and years doing children's programming, ended up being the uh, media and public uh, speaking person. And just so people don't realize this, but the fear of public speaking when it's been ranked number three of people's worst fear in life. And above that is dying. And second is like moving. And number three is public speaking. So it is huge. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. When I learned that, that made me feel a whole lot better. 
Um, and I can say that I finally learned to find my voice after um, after I was raped in college, and I had I I realized at that point that I didn't use my voice, and I never wanted. After that, I just actively began to take public speaking classes and learn to speak because I wanted to never again not use my voice or feel like I didn't advocate for myself. Um, and so what could be construed as a, something bad something amazing happened from it. And one of the things that uh, I learned is that because the fear is so high in raising our kids, we would practice, I made sure that my children did not have this fear of public because I went through my whole life, particularly as a child and into my adult life, afraid to speak up about anything. Something came from a restaurant and it was burned or not to my liking. I would never say anything, even if I didn't like it. And so even when my kids were young and before my son could leave, every Sunday, he'd stand in front of the mantle and we would sit and he could tell a story and then my daughter could do a reading and we would just congratulate them for getting up. And then, you know, some of the tips and I have documents and I've taught residents how to speak and to talk and things too. Um, you know, I talk to them about eye contact and how to know you're speaking loudly enough, which um, is often a challenge. Um, knowing that what you're saying is what people actually want to hear. It's not the slides and the, all the other things around you, but you are the presentation. So little things like that can make a huge difference. And like you said, it's practice. So my children have been readers in church since the time they were like eight years old. And they are very comfortable public doing public speaking because that was my fear. And I grew up not speaking. And I learned the importance of having being comfortable. And so that was something I was adamant about teaching my children so that they, even as a young age, would not have that fear. So I just wanted to share that. And I do have information and other tips for being a speaker. And even the best speakers can always improve. They can always learn about things that just help them connect better with the audience. So if I don't know. Do we have a group um, place besides Facebook where we can put documents or any helpful things? Linda? Um, not really. I mean, we can email things to each other, but our Facebook group is probably the, the best place for that. Okay. So if anyone is interested in public speaking or giving a presentation tips that are just general. 
these don't have to do with spirit, but just, you know, things that ways you can practice like Tamalyn mentioned, recording yourself, looking in the mirror, having an audience, because sometimes when you're speaking, you're not realizing how quickly you're speaking. So there's this whole thing about you're speaking loudly enough that it sounds too almost too loud to you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know that you're at the perfect level for everyone in your audience to hear. So things like that, which... Um, I don't know what Jennifer covered because I did not go to that retreat. But if anyone finds that helpful, I'll be willing to share. Yes, she covered everything that you said, um, recording yourself, even doing your, um, she even did a, she she brought her um, the thing that sits, the phone that sits on, I forgot the name of the thing. It's like a thing that sits. You can sit your phone on it and you can record videotape yourself. And um, she even did all of that. She was, I mean, she even showed us because she did filming, you know, and, you know, that was her major. Oh, yes, she did. Yes. And she actually did all of that. And it was excellent. She gave us all, everything that she had to offer about speaking and it in practice. It was awesome. She even demonstrated it, you know, how to do it. She did it herself. And she, you know, told a story. You know, you tell a story. I tell you. And then plus you could go to Toastmaster too. Toastmaster is very helpful. Right. Yeah, my parents did uh, Dale Carnegie. Both of my parents were trained through the Dale Carnegie program. So I grew up with all those books and those materials, too. So, yeah, there are plenty of places and organizations to help. But it's great to hear that you got everything. And maybe Jennifer might be willing to share for the counselors, at least maybe part of that workshop. Um, in terms of her tips and ideas, that'd be great. Thanks, thanks. <clears throat> thanks, Araba. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Araba. Sorry, was someone else? Yeah, Cal. Did someone else want to speak? Yeah, what I found out, too, would be very helpful. Two is, you know, what, what I discovered it was the tipping of me was, you know, the judgments that we have that we're saying to ourselves, you know, could be, you know, what I was saying to myself. Really, because I was telling myself that I was, you know, nobody wants to hear me, you know, um, you know, I don't speak that well, and I have all of this, and you know, and um, what am I going to say, you know, and this and that and all that, you know. So it was a lot of things, in, you know, that I was sharing with my, telling myself, empowering myself when I discovered that at the workshop. And so it cleared, it actually cleared me up to speak, say, yes, I do have something to say. Yes, there is a healing in speaking. 
you know, there is, um, you know, I had to release all of that, you know, and admit that that's what was going on with me and to forgive myself for it, for holding back, withholding all the, you know, information that I had to share and stating that I didn't have anything to share and the opinions, you know, and judgments of others. So, so when I got back, I really start doing some things, you know, to really start putting it into practice and actually releasing it and hearing myself, you know, and all, you know, applying what I got out of that session. And it really helped me because then I got present to, it was me judging myself. That's what I got. I wanted to share something. Um, Ereba, I really appreciate that you shared that about um, what happened to you in college because I, so I was also raped in college. I was date raped and I did all this healing work after that experience and I actually never thought of the work I did as finding my voice again and when you said that I realized that's really what it was doing like I just thought I was just healing from it which I was um but what I did was I got really involved in the vagina monologues and I ended up producing and directing the show on my college campus um my senior year and I was like so into it and that the vagina monologues is basically like a bunch of women's voices who share their story about being raped or sexually assaulted or violated in some way. And it's this whole production to raise awareness for that. Um, and so it's a huge, huge, you know, finding your voice experience. Like it's, it's like very healing. And, you know, you go up on stage and you say these monologues, um, about these different experiences that different women had and um, this is very healing so um, I just appreciate you bringing that up because I didn't really think about it as finding my voice but I sure did I mean I directed the whole play and um, it was so incredibly rewarding I mean that experience stuck with me my whole life it has shaped my life it I, it led me to my first job as a therapist of grad school I worked with kids who are sexually abused for two years um I mean it's just been it was just tremendously healing so yeah it was all about finding my voice and I still struggle with it I appreciate this conversation because I just spent a week living in a house uh that I had moved into where I had lost my voice because the my housemate is like very disrespectful she's just very loud um she has a friend staying on the couch and she's loud with the tv and there's just so much noise so much activity people staying the night getting home late slamming the bathroom door slamming the patio door the the kitchen is filthy it's like a frat house like it was just so filthy and me and my cat were just kind of confined to our room and i didn't have a voice to express how like like ask them to be quiet like I finally asked them to be quiet but it was after days of laying in my bed suffering and building up resentments about it 
and just was just all about using my voice. And I had just come from a living situation right before that, where actually the two situations I lived in before that, I had to leave because those people couldn't find their voice with me and were uncomfortable living with me, even though I was like an incredibly quiet and respectful, clean roommate. I don't, I don't even know what that was about, but it was interesting because I kept saying after I left those places, I would tell people, I'd be like, I can't imagine someone not being able to tell someone their needs in their house. Like if I, if I have a problem with someone, I will tell them. And that's how I had been in previous households. And then I had found myself in the situation that has obviously come up for healing where I couldn't use my voice for some reason. Like I just was felt trapped in it. Like I was felt powerless about it. And it brought up all of these strange fears about it again. And um, I moved out yesterday into a house where I'm actually staying here alone and I'm living alone for the first time in my life. And that's also a huge fear. Um, so it's bringing up different challenges and fears, but I just kind of, escaped the last one and I didn't really tell her when I when I moved out um you know what was going on how I felt about it and I'm contemplating I have to go back there for some stuff and thinking about how I might tell her with love and compassion because I've said it so many times in my mind to her and um so yeah I just appreciate everyone sharing this today thank you for listening (laughs) Because I'm staying with myself. Um, I've been staying with myself for like, oh my God, about eight years now. You know, single, staying alone. (laughs) That's another chapter. (laughs) Being comfortable in your own skin is what I just, you know, said to myself. You know, being comfortable in your own skin. Um, you know, that's another because for me, you know, I had suffered with low self-esteem for myself or how I feel about myself, you know. So I was a born, you know, I was only child up until I was 15. So I did, I did most things by myself, played by myself and different things. So, you know, when you grow up and you're trained not to do this, not to talk to this, not to do this, blah, blah, blah. You know, don't talk to strangers or da da da. You know, keep your business to yourself and all of this. So then I had to, in 1993, when I discovered that I had to relearn some things, you know, because I was um, dealing with drugs and alcohol and substance abuse. And so um, after being clean 25 years, uh, being in NAAA, that community, oh my God, I had to really relearn. Um, some things, you know, to uh, actually, and then I didn't even have my voice until, actually, I discovered getting my voice until about five years ago. <laughs> I didn't even know, so it's like these, you know, you discover so much, so much, so many things about yourself. I know I did, you know, through my journey, and I had to let me say, what do you mean, my voice? I have a voice, but then they were saying, you know, you know, sharing, you know, step into leadership you know, uh, start hiding, because I was a hider, I used to hide, you know, like people couldn't see me, you know, I just sit in the room, and I I feel alone, and I, you know, I wouldn't volunteer, I wouldn't do anything unless somebody asked me, you know, but I was like, I would choose and pick what I wanted to do, and, um, you know, I was always a people person, but it's just that I didn't want to take the responsibility of leadership, leading, 
someone, you know, I would be okay if it's a one-on-one, you know, as long as you're talking or, you know, or I can do it the way I wanted to do it. But as far as, like, really taking on responsibility, oh, my God, that was like oh, something that I, I, you know, I just, you know, that I told myself. There was a lot of judgments and things going on there, you know, that I discovered. So I'm glad for this um, space here. Um, and what Jennifer is doing here with all the courses that we're taking and coming up with finding out that, oh, my God, I'm just judging myself. Is that all? You know, that's part of it, the biggie for me. <laughs> so thank well, you thank for doing that. <clears throat> thank you, Pamela. And Cal, I wanted to say thank you for sharing your experience. Like, Jennifer talks about the spiral, right, and how... Oh, Arva, your microphone is really in. Love. I don't know if other people hear that, but it's, it's almost yeah. like I'm like sure. a robot sound. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, mm. it's distorted. Okay, let's see what we can do. Uh, okay, sorry. I'm going to... Is this better? Still the same. Still the same. Okay, well. How about now? Still the same. Okay, well, maybe I'm just not meant to talk. <laughs> I can talk. <laughs> I just wanted to say, Cal, yeah, great. Congratulations. Just dial back in. Um, okay, one more thing that I might be able to do. It might be my connection. See, she's really just getting her voice back. You see? Yeah. This is really demonstration. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you step out and start speaking, you know, things come up. So, Can you hear me now? Still the same. Okay. I'll dial out. Thank you. That's what I have to do, you know, like these phones and everything, you know, you have to like disconnect and then dial back in and Yeah, I, I uh, while we're Oh, go ahead, Linda. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say while we're waiting for um Araba to dial back in, um just a little logistics. We're in the process of creating a actual certificate for the spiritual counseling certification program. So if any of you have any ideas of what you would like to see on that certificate, if you could just email it to me at Linda jenniferhadley.com, that would be really helpful. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt there, Jenny. Go ahead. Oh, no, go, that, that's perfect. I'm Arba's back. I didn't know. Am I back? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Cal, I just wanted to say thank you so much for speaking up and sharing what you shared. And it just reminded me again of how Jennifer talks about the spiral and how things come up for healing. So I too had a great experience at once I in college afterwards, I 
produced and auditioned and performed in for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough, which is a similar type of story. Um, like the vagina monologues and felt great about that. And then eight years ago I became disabled. And um, I think uh, in that I also had to find out, realize maybe about three years ago that I wasn't speaking up in my own home and that I had surrendered my voice. I was walking on eggshells egg and managing and coping and not at for a long time. I just didn't know who I was. And once I started getting on a path where I was beginning to realize where I was being called, I, I, I had to ask my husband I said, I, I can't heal, and I'm intending to get a divorce. Um, and although we had tried for about four years or put a lot of effort to try to save the marriage, and I have recently shared that, you know, we've uh, my 22nd wedding anniversary just passed in 26 years since I was with my husband. So, um we had spent our whole lives. I mean, we spent more time with each other than um, anybody else in the planet, right? So we grew up together. So we were family. But I began to recognize that I was believing things about myself based on all these people around me. And I, I couldn't do that anymore. So I brought my voice. And in doing the spiritual work, I, you know, I continue to find my voice. Um, but yes, I'm finally this year, you know, I repainted the inside of my house to bring, make my house my space and learning to live by myself as an adult. When I had my hip replacement, that was the first time in my adult life that I had space for myself because my kids stayed with Kofi and I had space and room to be an adult and make my own choices and be in my own space and learning to just live with myself and trying to figure out what I want and what I like as opposed to having lived most of my life in partnership and always considering everyone else's. So I hear you on that about your housemate and your living situation. And I know that you are going to have such an amazing healing in this time where you're living by yourself to really discover yourself who you are, what you want, and how you want to live. And it's going to be an amazing healing process. So I look forward to hearing more about your journey. Thank you, Araba.
And I can also just say that I'm dealing with my separation papers. I am closing on my home refinance. In three days, we are completing separation papers, and we actually have a better relationship now, uh, a holy relationship with our children thriving, us thriving, and just last week when I was telling him about my counseling, I finally said, you know, I have classes and I'm doing these things, and he, he said to me, I think you'll be really amazing at counseling in these areas and I am really proud of you and really appreciate you and I thank you for being my co-parent and my friend. So there's been amazing, amazing healing in our relationship, which I could never have predicted, although I deeply desired. So. Um, when you go back to your roommate, um, I hope that you will keep in mind, as you have already stated, about being compassionate and the forgiveness work that can occur um, and what can come out of the experience you had. Thank you, Araba, for that encouragement. I appreciate that i love hearing about your your journey so so uplifting i can relate to so much of it even the the part about you know becoming disabled and all of that i can really relate to it so thank you We're coming up to our, our hour. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to share or prayer request? Or, or would anyone like to close the site with a prayer? Bye, Tommy. I can pray us out. Awesome. Thanks, Phil. Okay. Let's take this deep breath, the breath of compassion, the breath of true knowing that we are never alone, the breath of blessing and to bless each one of us and to know that we walk together walk in oneness and that our journey of love is un unfolding before us and we stand in this truth of knowing knowing that we are in this oneness and we are being blessed in each and every moment and we are so grateful we're grateful for this community we're grateful to everyone for their sharing their journey with us and for contributing to our own 
healing. And we're grateful for each one showing up in their brilliant light. And we are in this space sharing and being one and sharing this blessing, sharing the consciousness of oneness with all our brothers and sisters as we ask the blessings to on everyone, all our teachers, teachers that are known and unknown, teachers as that shows up in our lives, that challenge us, and we ask all of them to be blessed. And we share this blessing, we share this oneness with all our brothers and sisters. And in grace, we say, Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. What a great, great prayer. Thank you. Yes. Everyone have a great week. You too. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.